It's the middle of August. And finally, finally, we have some Suns news to talk about that doesn't involve Kevin Durant. So welcome to another edition of the Suns Jam Session podcast coming to you on a Wednesday night, the 17th of August. Matthew, aren't you excited? We get to talk about the schedule. Your favorite thing. My favorite thing of the year. This is all I... The whole offseason. Who cares about Kevin Durant? I just want to hear about the schedule. I want to look at it. I want to look at all the little squares and see what teams the Suns are going to play. It's exciting. Gets me going. Matthew likes looking at the road trips and figuring out, you know, like, ooh, a four-game road trip in February. Mm -hmm. I can't wait to talk about that. The spots to eat at, you know, when they're they're in town. (laughs) Clearly, clearly, Jamsters were being facetious. Matthew, this is probably not your favorite thing, right? Uh, It's... No, it doesn't really matter because it's the same fucking teams we play every year. It's not like football where it's like, oh, we got to play the Cardinals this year. You yeah. know what I mean? It's changes every now and then. Oh, the AFC West? Shit, yeah. yeah. High points. All right. NBA schedule is the same. No one's going to be healthy. So that's all you need to know. <laughs> well, well, that's it for the podcast. We appreciate everyone that's who decided it. to stop by, subscribe, rate, and review while you were here. Uh, that's it. Have a great night. No, no, no. We're actually going to bring on Suns <laughs> because you know what? This has to do with the Phoenix Suns. I'm sure he's making a video about it, but we thought we'd invite him on to the Suns Jam Session <laughs> podcast to help bring a little energy to a very lifeless Matthew when it comes to <laughs> Uh, the love of the schedule. Are you excited yes. for schedule day, Sunski? Oh, I'm very excited. I've been doing the schedule stuff since early today. I did a, I did my own little kind of reaction to the schedule, kind of gave some thoughts, and then I made a separate video that at the time of this live stream should have already been uploaded, but the YouTube's taking its sweet time with it. I don't know. But, yeah, really excited to dive more into these games and let's talk some Suns basketball. Man, we actually got things to talk about yes. here. That's the thing. I don't have to kind wait until a Sunday night. <laughs> kind of. Kind of. A little bit of stuff. <laughs> I'm still, you know what? I was actually going to text last night. But I feel like something's going to happen tomorrow. Not the schedule, but LeBron did, you know, re-sign or the extension was signed. So that's something. And also the schedule, I guess. How convenient, too. Like, right before the schedule got re- released, LeBron news. Well, he wants you know I mean? to be in the news at all times. <laughs> and I'm glad he's going to stay in L.A. so we don't have to deal with his ego and I don't have to like him. Him coming to the Suns is something I had a debate and I was talking <laughs> about a little tough. bit on the last podcast. And now I don't have to yep. do that. So I can stay aboard the fuck LeBron train. Choo, choo, choo. <laughs> so uh before we get started reminder make sure you subscribe rate and review wherever you're consuming this content make sure you follow the show at suns jam you can follow me at darth voida you can follow matthew lissy at matthew lissy and suns geek tell everyone where they can follow you and the amazing content that you're putting out yeah first off guys thank you again for having me back on just at suns geek on youtube same thing on social media tiktok twitter instagram search suns geek and you will find me amen well we got to be drinking something tonight, right? It's Wednesday night. I mean, <laughs> what are you popping open, Matthew? Oh, I got water tonight, John. Oh, nice. Two, two yeah. parts hydrogen, one part's oxygen? Yep. Good Carbonated call. water. What, what are you drinking, Suns Geek? My brother actually bought these, uh, Sam Adams. Ooh, some Boston Lager. All it's right. pretty good. I like it. I got a pineapple White Claw, you know, because nice. pineapple White Claw. <laughs> nice so, green screen, too. Yeah, well, <laughs> For those of you who are watching, yes, my entire uh, office got turned around, and now I have to put a green screen behind me. So uh, unless you'll see, if I take it off, you'll see a, a day bed behind me where I like to sleep. So we don't want that. What we do want is to pop open a teeth crack and cold brew and talk about some sun stuff finally. Hey, man. 
Matthew mentioned it a little bit in the opening, how it's hard to get excited for the schedule day because, you know, essentially, yeah, you're playing all the same teams. You're playing them the same amount of times. Eastern Conference, you play once at home, once on the road. You play inside your division. What is it? Four times, five times. And then you play and then you play everybody else uh, in the your uh, conference three times, sometimes four, depending on what matchups uh, the NBA puts forth to you. So personally, I'm not the biggest fan of uh, of NBA schedule day to Matthew's point. Like I love an NFL schedule day just because, yeah, there is some variation in it. But one thing that I do get excited for is I like to put it together in a graphic design kind of way. And I post it on Twitter and uh, we'll use it here on tonight's show. I, I like doing that. It gives, it's a little project I do every year. Uh, so if you get a chance to follow me on Twitter at Darth Voida, you'll see the hard work that I put forth ensuring that we have the schedule. Uh, hopefully it's right. It, it's, there's always something wrong and somebody will pick it out. They're like, you put two M's at the end of PM on the uh, February yeah. 16th. I'm like, hey, I was looking call. for something. So I think you're okay, but I don't know how to spell very well. So I think you're all right. Even though it just says Fry Mon Thursday. Well, do you know the reason that I did that? So I'm going to pull it up real quick for those of you who are watching. Uh, Do you know the reason that I did this, Matthew, where I put – for those of you who have seen the schedule that I've put forth, I have Wednesday, October 19th, and then I have uh, the time it is and the channel it is. Matthew, do you know why I put the Wednesday, Friday, Sunday, Tuesday, Friday, Sunday, Tuesday on there? Because we go live after every game. So as I was putting together the schedule, you know, it's, it's daunting putting it together. And it reminds you that every time you put one of these together, that's a show. That is a Suns Jam Session show that we're going to, to broadcast live afterwards. So I was just trying to – part of me doing that was so I had that so I can kind of see like, okay, I'm going to be spending a lot of Wednesday nights with Matthew. You know, <laughs> you start you yeah. start to look in like it's December and you see like uh, on Thursday, December 15th against the Clippers, it's an 8.30 p.m. game. You're like, I'm going to be up pretty late that night. You know, because yeah. we do the post games afterwards. So I think I just do that for myself greedily. Yeah, here we go again. And I I miss those nights, those late nights where it's 12 o'clock, getting into bed, having to wake up at 6 the next day. It's, mm-hmm. uh, you know what, when it, it's going to come here so quickly. It's going to be here so quickly. And I kind of kind of miss the time off a little bit. But doing these pods once a week, it's just not enough for me. So I'm actually excited to get yes. the schedule going. I'm excited to talk Suns. Now, Suns Geek, you've been doing plenty of content on your channel. Uh, this has got to just be a load of content for you, right? So when you take a look at the schedule, kind of what's the first thing that jumped out at you? <laughs> this might be the quote cliche thing, but honestly, the start of the schedule. And I'm not trying to bring any negativity to this podcast, but man, I mean, it starts off obviously with Dallas, which by the way, you guys at Bright Side of the Sun did a great job of summing up how that game is not a revenge game, by the way. That was um, me. I wrote that one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> great job, by the way. And then, you know, Portland might be a little bit better this season. That's our second game. But then we play the Clippers, the Warriors, the Pelicans, who almost beat us, by the way, then the Timberwolves, and then back-to-back games against Portland, and then Philly, and the list goes on and on. That's kind of my – that was the first thing that really – got at me now obviously th- someone made a good point in my live stream earlier that they have to play us too mm-hmm. but like that's a pretty gauntlet of a challenge but it actually might be a really good thing for us hopefully we can at least win a few of those games and just the experience having that experience early on i think is going to be an excellent thing for the phoenix suns and i'm just i'm browsing the schedule i'm sure some games are going to pop up here and there that i want to talk about but that was kind of the, my first reaction and takeaways from the schedule. 
Matthew, what were your first <clears throat> takeaways? Well, I'm actually excited when Katie joins the Suns. You know, these these <laughs> first few weeks of the season, they're going to be a nightmare. It's going to be maybe a losing record for the Suns. It's going to be, you know, getting that cohesion together again. It's going to make they're going to make sure that the chemistry is, you know, not put in place right away, but it'll come back. It'll come back by mid-season around there. That's what I want. That's what I want to happen this year. When Kevin Durant joins the Suns, it'll make an interesting beginning of the season just because the chemistry is not going to be there. Then you're going to have to play all these teams that might be healthy, but might not be healthy. I would rather be one of those teams that's just not healthy, not there altogether yet. And I feel like if we do, when we do get Kevin Durant, and we do start out slow. I don't feel like a lot of us will overreact. It'll be kind of nice. I feel like it'd be, let's get into the groove towards the middle of the season, heading into the playoffs, and then go from there. Because one game at a time. Like we know, these these schedules don't mean shit, and <laughs> the regular season doesn't mean shit for the Suns. It, it just doesn't anymore. Right? Let's just fast forward to the playoffs. It doesn't. <laughs> it's fun to look at. I love the great. My favorite thing about the schedule, just having the schedule. Putting on your fridge, getting those magnets from the game. Yeah. Putting on your fridge, like throwing on people's that. cars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I miss doing that. I haven't had a magnet on my fridge in a while. So maybe I'll make a few of them from uh, John's nice little uh, design <laughs> he put out there. Yeah. I'll see if uh, Redbubble lets me pu- publish it. Then you can get it in sticker form. It's tough okay. because, like, Matthew, you're li- he continues to live <laughs> in the world of the hypothetical Kevin Durant situation. And I'm glad that he does because somebody has to because it ain't me, babe. It ain't me, babe. Because I just, I don't. <laughs> I'm on the side where I don't think Kevin Durant's going to be a member of this team. So I have to look at this schedule objectively through the eyes of somebody who's looking with our current roster. And, you know, a a couple things that I'll point out, and then I want to go back to kind of what Suns Geek uh, said, because you're starting at the beginning of schedule, and I think it's a valid place to start. Uh, There's a back-to-back, you know, it's it's not a back-to-back night, you know, night after night. But on Friday, December 9th, and then Sunday, December 11th, we have two consecutive games in New Orleans against New Orleans. I thought that was just kind of an interesting uh, scheduling quirk. And it happens one other time in the schedule. The it actually 17th, been- I think. Well, we have Portland at home twice in a back-to-back. We have yeah. them on November 4th and November 5th back-to-back on consecutive nights, which is just weird. Yeah. And then you said the 17th. 17th of which month? Uh, December, we play the Pelicans again, as you mentioned, New Orleans. Oh, yeah, yeah. Then, yeah. And then, like, two games later, we pay yep. the Pelicans again. Yeah, yeah, So yeah. I thought that was kind of weird. I thought the fact that within our first, what, nine games, we we play Portland three times. It's just interesting how we have a lot of these interdivision foes. Uh, the Pelicans, obviously, a team that took the Suns to six games in the playoffs in the first round last year. Portland, who is in a team that's in rebuild mode but has added some pieces, um, we don't know exactly who they are yet at this point. We haven't really broken down the roster. That's something that we'll do at a different time and date. But it's just interesting that it's so clumped up in that manner. I've seen it before where you play the Lakers and you'll play them again two days later, or you'll play you know, the Clippers a couple times uh, within a, a week span. But it's interesting that in both those cases, there's less than six games in between three matchups against the same team. And I just thought that was an interesting scheduling quirk. Now, yeah. Matthew, Matthew, you got something? You got some shit to talk about the schedule there? No, not actually. Well, a little bit. Eric uh, Linares says Pelicans two with Zion. You know what? Yep, a healthy Older Zion. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see if he's we'll back, see. and if he is, that'd be awesome. But we'll see. We'll see. I'm more confident that we'll have a Kevin Durant here in Phoenix than a healthy Zion <laughs> in, uh, in New Orleans. That's great. That's great. John, shout uh, out, real oh, quick, sorry, I wanted to shout out Mike B. Because he said Johnny Cash and June Carter Cash. It ain't me, babe. That's correct. <laughs> That's exactly what I was uh, 
quoting it's my favorite Johnny Cash song is It Ain't Me, Babe. Go away from my window. <laughs> Leave at your own chosen speed. All right, Sun Geek, what did you have? Uh, I don't know if you were going to talk about this or if you saw it. And I, I, we can probably get to it, but you were kind of talking about like the Blazers and the Pelicans and all that. So Mark Stein brought this up, but then also the NBA communications page talked about how there's going to be, and I quote, estimated travel has been reduced to 41,000 miles mm. per team. So basically, I don't want to bore you guys with my terrible readings. I can't read, but basically it's going to be lower travel. And then so Mark Stein basically said, and like, I'm okay. not a baseball guy at all. I know you kind of are, John, but he, he said something like, it's a baseball style series in which the road teams play the same foe twice in a row without travel. Something like that. Well, I retweeted sense. it on my Twitter, so yes, this, this this makes sense. Yeah, you know, and and that uh, you know accounts for some scheduling quirks in there, and yep. you know, I'll, I'll allow it. I'll allow Mark Stein <laughs> to give that information. I'll go and, tell Adam Sa- Adam Silver that you approve that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I appreciate that. He'll, he'll be like uh, from one bald guy to another. Um, a couple things I wanted to talk about from a scheduling standpoint: we have a grand total of thirty-four games that are going to be nationally televised if you include NBA TV as nationally televised. So that is 41% of our entire schedule will be on in front of a national audience. Two games on ABC, which both occurred late in the season. Uh, nine games on TNT. So uh, there's going to be approximately, you know, we don't know exactly who's going to be covering those games. Um, but there's probably approximately nine times where we could get... Reggie says... Some Reggie says on uh, on TNT. Uh, if you take a look at ESPN, eleven times on ESPN, and then twelve times on NBA TV. Matthew, what do you think of all of the different uh, nationally televised opportunities for the Phoenix Suns this season? You know, I'm we're kind of used to it now with them being so good. It's not really anything to get excited about anymore, right? Once it happens, <laughs> the first season two years ago, where it's like yeah, Chris right. Paul comes in, more than one game, go. and we're still like we're just thirsty for that national attention. Still, we are Booker. You know, his whole thing, this whole team, um, just they want to be celebrated as champions before they're champions, right? Like they just want that recognition already. It seems like the fans want that for this team. Uh, it'd be cool, but one thing I was thinking was the TNT <clears throat> crew. That's the only one I really look forward to watching. Is but Charles Barkley too might be taking another offer for golf, I believe. So I don't know if that's still hmm. happening. So I he might be gone. Four. So we might look forward just to the ESPN Reggie Miller piece. Maybe he gets better because going through like last season, there's so many highlights with Reggie Miller's voice over the good times. So maybe he brought some of that goodness to phoenix even though like we can make fun of him and what he would say and he's kind of a he's a little ridiculous but maybe he'll <laughs> he'll learn this team a little bit better right because it's been a few seasons where we had these national televised games now he can just you know he can go back and watch you know himself listening to himself watching the suns and commentating so he can know more about the suns going into the season um but it, it's it's i don't think that it means anything <laughs> you know None of it, but at the end of say, every question that's what it comes down to matthew's like but it it's the nba like, schedule it doesn't matter it, it but, yeah, but yeah, at the yeah. end of the day it doesn't matter <laughs> that's matthew at the end of every point 80, like yeah you know what i really and think I like the, the matchups the- against the pelicans are nice but at the end of the day it doesn't matter i'm just gonna keep that drop yeah. on yeah, and it, that's what we'll probably do the whole season too. I mean, if we get a win, it doesn't matter. Um, but I was gonna say too, the 82 game you brought up like the back to backs, that's cool. It's funny how the 82 game season like has kind of flown under the radar a little bit where we haven't talked too much about it. 
I don't feel like anybody's really talking about 82 games anymore. I think I think we just like, all right, that's the way it is. The playing tournament not going to happen, I guess. I don't know when they're going to talk about that again. But um, yeah, I don't know. There's it'll, a few other. It'll things come there. up during the dog days of the yeah. NBA season, I think, is when they'll start to. Okay. Yeah. You know when they'll when they'll start to bring it up again, and and you know it always happens right before the All Star break. I feel like Adam Silver starts you know leaking some information of like, hey, uh, you know. We could do a tournament, you know, in the middle of the season. What do you think of all the national attention, Suns Geek? Choose your preference, I guess. Like, choose your poison. Like, I actually really like the NBA TV crew for the most part. I think they do an excellent mm -hmm. job. I feel like they actually really know their stuff. ESPN, uh, hit or miss. Same thing with the NBA and TNT crew. I know that everybody praises them and everything. And they do do a great. I would love to speak to a lot of these people about basketball mm -hmm. personally. But, like, you know that Reggie Miller says, like, outlandish things. And some Charles Barkley's like a hit or miss. One day he loves us, the next day he doesn't. Mm. And same thing with Shaq and everything. And there's a few people from ESPN I like, but hit or miss. Choose your poison. But let's be real, you guys. It's nationally televised games. We didn't have that, like, four or five years ago. I'm enjoying every game that's on uh, national TV. Although, let's be real. Gotta show love to like uh, Kevin uh, Kevin Ray and Eddie Johnson and yeah, yeah exactly formerly known as Fox Sports Arizona. That's what I always call it, anyways. Yes, um, you know the local guys, the guys that actually know our team and know us, and and then you know what? There's you guys also as well. It's like the people that actually know this team and you know devote time and effort into every single game. They'll, they'll, that's the people that I want to listen to. Well, and the way I look at it is. I love it being on national television because it exposes the Phoenix Suns yep. to more youth of the nation, right? Like if it's, if they're in front of them enough, uh, it just brings up another generation of Suns fans. And I'm with you, Suns geek. Like most of the time I'm going to be tuning in to K Ray and EJ. And I want to hear exactly. their points oh, yeah. of view because, because they're talking about our team. Yep. They're not Reggie Miller regurgitating himself or, or uh, if JJ Reddick's on the broad, uh, broadcast, I'll, tune to that Doris yeah. Burke, you know, like just yep. sucking off the There's Warriors while we're them, playing but, them, you know? Yeah. Um, but I just like the fact that we have that much <laughs> attention on the team because, you know, again, I mentioned this a little bit on the last podcast and I wrote about it in that piece where I was talking about how the game against the Dallas Mavericks is not a revenge game. It's just another game for the Phoenix Suns is the casual fan their last memory of the Phoenix Suns was of utter disaster. So there's plenty of opportunity for somebody to tune in randomly on a Tuesday night on TNT and they see the Suns playing somebody and they'll be like, oh yeah, okay, that's the team that kind of choked, but they seem to be playing pretty well right now. Unless it's unless we get Kevin Durant and it's in the first 15 games of the season per Matthew, then we're just going to suck <laughs> as we get, to, we get used to the, yeah. the new offense and how it all rolls. But I think it's just, it's that's what's a good opportunity. It's a good opportunity for, you know, our, our podcast is more of these people who watch the team nationally can, can learn about the team. They can learn to love the team and they might go searching the internet for some content relative to the Phoenix Suns. And then there's John yeah. and Matthew at the end of every game, you know, popping open white claws and talking shit about DeAndre Ayton, <laughs> you know? So I think it's good for everybody. I think so. And I think, you know, if Kevin Durant comes here or not, the Suns team is, I feel like, going to be hated anyways. So it's not like, I feel like everyone kind of sees us as the enemies now, in a way, just because mm -hmm. we haven't won it yet. And we talk a lot of shit. And every team that, every team talks shit, right? They really do. But then when they don't back it up, then you get criticized. And I feel like the way that everyone views Devin Booker now is kind of like an enemy. And I feel like more this year when he gets even better, and he better be, because of all these national televised games, he better be a uh, a starter in the All-Star game. It has to be something mm -hmm. where it has to be from this year on, 
he has to be predetermined that guy going forward, I feel like. So that'll help for sure. I just think a lot of people won't watch this team and be like, oh, this is a fun team. Oh, who's Devin Booker? I feel like everyone kind of knows him now, right? So I oh, just, yeah. He's on the I feel like we'll get a lot of views and stuff. I, a lot of people like to watch us, but obviously it's like, it, we're not going to be fun. Like Memphis Grizzlies will be that team next year. They were last year, but even more this year, they're going to be the team. I feel like next year that we'll get, I don't know how many games they have national nationally televised, but they're going to be the team. That's the fun team to watch. That everyone's going to root for. Oh yeah. I know Hopefully the Suns fun. were like fourth on the list. And I wish I would have found the tweet of like what teams are on national, like have the most national televised games. But I agree with you. I think the Grizzlies are going to be a fun team to watch. Probably they were really good last year. Uh, I, yeah. I thought they had a pretty good off season despite losing a couple of their guys, but yeah, that, that's going to be a fun team to watch. But at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. So you just got to remember that. <laughs> uh, looking, looking at some other quirks in the schedule, the the Suns have four four game road trips, one five game road trip, and one six game road trip. Conversely, they have only two four game home stands. Then they have one five-game homestand, and they have one six-game homestand. Now, what's interesting about that uh, that six-game homestand, and this kind of ties into what Suns Geek was talking about earlier, the front end of the schedule, the first uh, 12 games, seven of them are at home, including that six-game homestand. Starting on Tuesday, October 25th, they play Golden State, then they play uh, the New Orleans Pelicans, followed by the Rockets, Timberwolves, and then that baseball-style series against the Portland Trailblazers twice. That is their six-game homestand. Their six-game road trip occurs starting on Christmas Day in Denver, followed by a trip to Memphis, a trip to Washington, D.C. They go up to Toronto, over to New York, and then down to Cleveland to uh, to ring in the new year. And that'll, that uh, ends on January 4th. So... It's interesting that they get their six-game homestand kind of right off the bat. They got a lot of home games in that first, like, 24-game span. Yep. Uh, let's see, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. 14 of their first uh, 24 games are at home. Now, yep. do we see this as a benefit to the team? Do we see this as uh, it hurts the team in the long run, knowing that they're going to have more road games at the end? Or... It doesn't matter! Which one? <laughs> You know I'm what? Use that drop so much. <laughs> I, know, I know. I'm just waiting to get cut off by it. No, you won't I, because I'm using it enough. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's it it doesn't matter, but I like the road games anyways. I think it's gonna really if this team is kind of split up a little bit, it's gonna be interesting because are they gonna be heartbroken if McKill is gone, if Cameron Johnson is gone from the trade of Kevin for Kevin Durant, if that does happen, how's this team gonna like mix they will they they will eventually but i think on the road it helps this team a lot i think it helps a lot of teams if you're watching hard knocks i think it's hard knocks that i keep seeing where these players yeah it's hard knocks they keep talking about you like playing on the road or at home maybe it's hard i don't know what it's from and they always say on the road they always say on the road and maybe it's the captain maybe i'm watching both of them right now so maybe it's the yankees players it's playing on the road no because they actually they like their home fans but um, anyway, make up ahead. your mind. <laughs> I think it's hard knocks. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know. Oh man! So, what, what do you think, think of, of of that Suns geek with the front loaded, heavy home schedule versus a back loaded uh, road schedule? I think due to the Phoenix Suns schedule, especially the start of the schedule this year, 
it is pretty good. I kind of talked about that in my video that I'm probably still waiting to upload because YouTube's taking forever. <laughs> um, I feel like that's a good counter to it. You know what I mean? Because the schedule is, quote, a gauntlet, it's going to be really tough and everything. We will have those home games to fall back on. But at the same time, you don't want to get too comfortable at home. And it is good to play on the road, especially guys who need more of that experience and everything, especially some of our new guys. So it's kind of a hit or miss. I, I feel like it is a really good thing. If we didn't have that start to the schedule, then I'd be like, oh, man, I wish we kind of had more road games. But due to that, I think it's a good thing. Yeah, I don't know necessarily if, necessarily if it's a good or a bad thing. I kind of yeah. like I think the last two seasons, or this will be the third season in which the Phoenix Suns have a prolonged road trip, or I'm sorry, home stretch at the front end of the season. And I actually really like that. I feel like after training camp, after the preseason, to have an opportunity to play six games at home, which spans, you know, I mean, the first game's on October 25th and it goes all the way to November 5th. It spans a prolonged period of time. I think the Suns can use that as a second mini camp. And to Matthew's point, if Kevin Durant is a member of this team, that's a good opportunity to integrate him into this team at that point. Uh, if he's not a member of that team, again, it's just a good opportunity to be at home, go to the home gym over there on Camelback and 44th and work on some things that they've seen through the first, you know, four or five games of the season and utilize that as a secondary uh, training camp. I know Monty Williams has stated that in the past. That's something that he enjoys. Uh, the back end, you know, you look at it, I think in the last 20 games, 11 of them are on the road, 10 are at home. So the majority of those uh, road trips happen in the middle of the season. What is interesting is how uh, in the back end of the season, starting on March 25th, the Suns have, uh, or I'm sorry, let's see here. They have three back-to-backs. They have a total of 10 back-to-backs this season but they have three in the last month alone during a stretch of 14 games in 26 days Dang. of all of the things that I've noticed in the schedule. That is the, the, the biggest red flag, if you will, to me, because what that tells me is at the back end of the season, if the Phoenix suns are vying for playoff seating, okay. Something that they didn't have to worry about last year, uh, almost to the point where it took them out of their rhythm and they peaked too early. This is a good opportunity to have them peak at the right time because they have to stay engaged. But it's a, it's going to be taxing if we have lack of production from Cameron Payne and Chris Paul's trying to carry this team into the playoffs. Thoughts, Matthew? Yeah, let's uh, get that rest. But then last year, it kind of hurt this team, I feel like, the rest set towards the end where they, mm -hmm. you know, they got the record. And I think that really kind of killed them going to the playoffs. So this is an interesting thing, dude. I mean, that's twice my voice cracked. I don't know what's <clears> going on because I feel very confident tonight. Are they gonna do it? I didn't even. I didn't even notice it crack. <laughs> um, but I would. I would just thinking like I would like to see rest, but I just think it's so weird with this team because their mentality is just play through everything. They're healthy play, mm -hmm. so play through it, and that might hurt them because of the back to backs. But you know, even if you're playing, you know, it's okay to forfeit a game in a way to where you're out there, you're trying, but if it gets away from you, just coast towards the end all right don't push it too much to where you're hurt um and also like you're thinking about guys like mikhail bridges who played all 82 games i played every game last year i don't know if i want to see that again either so it's just you know the more and more i look at the schedule the more and more i'm like dude there's so many questions going on next year and how to handle things because of how badly last year ended yeah. now i'm just thinking Amen. like you know, the back-to-backs like you pointed out. Now I'm just thinking like, you know what? We're going to have a lot to talk about towards the end of the next season, especially if this team's like on the verge of winning 60 games again because we're going to talk about the seating doesn't matter. It doesn't, it doesn't matter who we play. You know, all that. I'm just, you know, I'm just saying. And then it's like the body, the body count, I wanted to say, on our team. Like just, you know, who's going down. I just, those are things to worry about. 
And I just don't want to think about that right now. So what do you think, Suns Geek? I feel like we could have a whole different podcast about this because I just really hope the Suns learn their lessons from Mm -hmm. last season and the playoffs. I hope they don't get overconfident. I hope that they don't, you know, take some nights off against certain teams. And I hope we don't have some really embarrassing losses. Like when we lost the OKC Thunder, for example, I hope they remember the embarrassment. That was the Dallas Mavericks series. I hope that they remember they almost lost against the Pelicans. I'm not saying... They have to be 150% every single game. I hope that the shit talking also stops for them unless it's like a heat of the moment thing. But again, I just, I hope that they learn from their lessons. I think Matthew summed it up pretty well. Uh, I just hope that they learn. And honestly, that was something I neglected to talk about was the whole 14 games and 26 days to mm-hmm. end the, that's pretty intense, but could mm-hmm. be good for them. We kind of talked about that a little bit earlier, like how the gauntlet of the schedule might be a good thing. In, down the road, this also might be a good thing. We got to pray for good Phoenix Suns health as well. We'll have to see what happens, man. We'll see where we're at at the All-Star break. Yeah, I really think it is something that's good for this Suns team because it's going to force them to be engaged. Facts. Now, Grant, and, and I don't think that they're going to have such a demonstrative lead over the second seed that they're, they they can take those nights off. Right. You know, so I think they have to play strategy and it works better. It, it works in our favor because <laughs> last season we were so far ahead of the Memphis Grizzlies that to your point, Matthew, we were taking nights off and we, we don't we don't need to do that because, again, you lose engagement, you lose that focus. And the moment that focus is gone, it's really hard to rein that back in, especially in this sport, especially the, the play in games. Sorry, I just really, you yeah, know no, what I mean? No, I feel like ahead. that yeah. gives those teams some juice. It does. That's what we saw yeah. the Pelicans. So you're a top yeah. seed. You got to play those teams that have been playing and they kind of, you know, they get into a groove themselves within the one or two games and they feel good about themselves. Unless they're Patrick Beverly and they just kind of go overboard. They (laughs) feel good about themselves. Yeah, yeah. They feel good about themselves going in against a one or two seed. And it's just, it's going to be trouble in the future. It's going to be something where I feel like next year they'll be like, oh, this kind of, you know what, maybe they're giving it too much momentum going into against these other teams that are resting. Because resting has never helped anything, I don't feel like, ever, even in any sport, right? You always just think about... Um, even as football, like there's always yeah. a bye week that always hurts teams. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's always a question. No, I completely, I completely agree. And I think another thing that benefits the Suns is if you look at their last nine games of the season, they're at home against the 76ers. So nine games left, that's going to be a big game. Then they've got to play the Jazz. We'll see what the Jazz are this season. They've got to play the Timberwolves. We'll see what the Timberwolves are this season. Then you play Denver. Denver projects to be better. You yep. then you, you're at OKC, you play San Antonio at home, you play Denver at home, and you close out the season on the road in LA against the Lakers and then at home against the Clippers, two teams that most likely will be uh, in the playoffs and potentially those games will have playoff seeding implications. So you're forced to be engaged all the way through the 82 games, whereas the Phoenix Suns, they stopped being engaged in what, like game 68 last season? And again, I mean, we're, I'm not going to murder the point, but we've all made the point that the Phoenix Suns just that rest, that lack of focus ultimately hurt them. Overconfidence. Get, overconfidence. Everybody telling mm-hmm. them Chris how Chris Paul not eating meat. Yeah. Yep. Have a fucking burger, man. <laughs> yeah, so. eat some meat, man. Eat you want to break so easily. Uh, shout out to Thomas Danette in the super chat. He dropped $2 and he asked no. us simply for one thing. He said, please do a Jay Crowder drop. It's Jay Crowder. Motherfucker! 
there I you totally go. forgot about that one. Here you go. The drops, baby. It's been a while since we've done the drops. Yeah, everyone so. just wants their drop. So shout out to Thomas Danette. Uh, yeah, I mean, I was thinking about this the other day. I'm like, I'm going to have to make – Ish Wainwright doesn't have a drop on the show yet. Uh, I'm going to have to make, make one for Dwayne Washington Jr. potentially. The um, microwave. Yeah, I could. Like, beep, it's done, you know. Campaign never earned his back. I don't think it's dangerous. Uh, yeah, they're, they're dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Is there anything else I wanted to about talk about the schedule? Uh, another half hour. <laughs> oh, we're not. We're not going the whole. I know. Time. F that jazz. Uh, looking at the interdivision games, we play the Golden State Warriors on October 25th, on November 16th, on January 10th, and March 13th. Uh, I think that's very well spaced out and it's going to be interesting because those are four pretty good markers of who you are throughout the season. So I think the Golden State Warriors are going to be a good opportunity for the Phoenix Suns to demonstrate growth and who they are in those different matchups. Because the first one happens kind of in the first week of the season, then a month later, then like two months later, then two months after that. Thoughts on playing Mm -hmm. Golden State, Uh, the NBA champion Golden State Warriors. It'll be. Have they forgotten about us, you think? Now that Memphis is kind of oh, in their yeah. in their path, you know. Oh yeah. I mean, we have a lot to prove against them. It would have been nice, even though last year I thought we had no chance to beat them. It'd be nice to like kind of get a few under our belt, but then also going to the playoffs. Hold on, I'm having a rough time. Oh, um, I'm not here. Going to the anything. playoffs after you're playing. I know. I just had some stuff in my throat after. After going to the playoffs, after playing them like four times, and uh, you know, if you're up three one in the series. Um, it doesn't mean too much. I'm not going to say it doesn't matter. It doesn't mean oh. too much because I feel like half those games, there's going to be resting. There's going to be players that are not going to be playing in that game, in those games. Um, I mean, we saw it last year. Every time we had a big matchup up against the Warriors or any big team, remember, like there's always someone resting. It wasn't the Suns. It was always the opposite team. So True. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, go ahead. Sunspeak. I feel like those I feel like each of those games is going to be a completely different story and you guys will be having a completely different podcast. I'll be talking about it. I don't know, because you kind of made that point, like the space between those and the gaps and all that. Um, And and look, obviously they're they're the defending champions, so I can't talk crap here, but they did lose a couple guys. We're going to have to see how they're going to look, but Mm -hmm. let's be real. They're the Warriors. They're going to overpay for everybody and probably be good for the next five years, but we'll have to see. I just feel like we're going to be having completely different conversations and you guys and myself will probably be like, Oh, remember the first time we played them? It was like, this player was out and this player didn't play well. It's going to be crazy, but we'll we'll see what happens. Four separate chapters. Uh, The Los Angeles Lakers. We play on November 22nd, December 19th, March 22nd and April 7th. The Los Angeles Clippers is October 23rd, December 15th, February 16th, and uh, that's the final game before the All-Star break. And then the last game of the season, April 9th. And lastly, in our division, uh, the Sacramento Kings, November 28th, February 14th, March 11th, and March 24th. Uh, What I think is interesting about that is, you know, you think back to the past few seasons, we always typically play Sacramento pretty early on. We don't play them till Thanksgiving time, then Valentine's Mm -hmm. Day. And then twice in March. So I like that. Nice. I like keep Sacramento the back of the season, you know, when they when they're all discombobulated, <laughs> yeah. don't know who the fuck they are. And well, you know, that's we because we're up. we're like we're on the top tier now. So we gotta play the top tier teams early, you know, mm-hmm. to get the audience engaged for the season, excitement. you know, the head to heads all on TV. So that's why before we would always play the, the Kings because we're on the same level, you know. Yeah, De'Aaron Fox, uh, Josh Jackson um draft you know so after that mm-hmm. we were always together for a while so we got chris paul 
Well, what else? Uh, that's. <laughs> I, is there anything else you guys want to talk about relative to the schedule? Um, you, how many? I'll go ahead. Um, sorry to interrupt no, you guys. Man. You sort of touched on this earlier, John. Mm-hmm. Now there's a couple home games sprinkled in there, but December 23rd, that's like a home game against the Grizzlies. But we do have the 10 games on the road. Again, there's a couple home games sprinkled in there, but that yeah. might be an intro. It's basically Christmas through Martin Luther King Day. We have a That's lot of correct. road games that for some reason, that was something that stood out to me. Um, and again, I, I'm not trying to sound negative on here. There's We we all know there's going to be some games here and there. We're probably going to lose to some bad teams. So even though it might look like a W on the calendar, just take it one game at a time. That's all I got to say. No, very true. And I talked about the six-game road trip earlier that started on Christmas Day and ends on yeah. the 4th of January. We come home and we play against the Heat, and then we play the Cavaliers, and then we go back on uh, the road. We go up to Golden State, then we play Denver, then we play, and this is a tough stretch. You know, you go Golden State, Denver, Minnesota, yep. Memphis on Martin Luther King Day. Uh, that's a tough little four-game stretch mm-hmm. after. So that's going to be really kind of a make or break. I wouldn't say make or break, but it, it'll be a very interesting time. And I think that you said it very eloquently, Sun Geek. One game at a time, right there. Yep. You know, know that if during that ten-game stretch the team goes four and six, three and seven, that that's only ten games of eighty-two, and that is a tough stretch. And you're going to have tired legs. You're going to have tough competition, and you're going to have uh, teams that are coming for the Phoenix Suns. This is the Western Conference. Um, you know, regular season champions, if you will. Uh, and, you know, the top seed in the Western <laughs> Conference from a season ago, uh, a team that Matthew hopes to have Kevin Durant there. We all hope that Kevin Durant's there, but Matthew believes. In fact, he's going to give me his first round pick in his fantasy draft if it doesn't happen. Um, and I, I think that that's a very valuable <laughs> shook on uh, observation. Yeah, we shook on that, right? We sure did, man. <laughs> what do you think about that stretch, though, Matthew? I mean, that's a tough stretch, dude. It is. It is. And uh, it's going to be interesting because, you know, playing with the Lakers and playing against Golden State and all those teams, just the matchups themselves. And if we do have Kevin Durant, it's going to be insane. And I'm just thinking, too, like, what else do you have to prove against these teams? But like you just said, it's going to be the way that they come out against us. Last year, we had a target on our back, but it's going to be even worse this year. Yep. It's going to be way worse this year. There's going to be, like, we talked about shit talking, but the other teams against us, they're never yep. going to let up against the Suns. We're going to see it because there's always shit talk. We just never hear it. We never physically, they're good at hiding it. Yeah. But we're going to physically see all that all that talk on the court. And if they're not winning these games, like that stretch you pointed out, mm-hmm. it's going to hurt the Suns a little bit. It's going to hurt that ego. And maybe that's something I don't want to see. I know I talked about how early in the season, just kind of get that chemistry together when KD gets here. But then by then, it should be put together. So if they're not winning those games, then we are going to be freaking out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And then other teams are going to be like, oh, look at the Suns. They're going to they're gonna fold again. You know, that's, that's going to be our thing. Are we going to fold or not? Great. I don't even want to watch a season at all. <laughs> this is gonna be, it's going to be rough like on social game. media and the national media. Because you oh, know yeah. they're going to be social talking so much suck, shit. Man. Yeah, it's... <laughs> It is going to be rough. No matter what, what, Dallas will never let us live down the playoffs. Yep. The end of eternity. Dallas Mavericks fans. <laughs> yeah, fans forever. Yeah. Dallas Mavericks Twitter. No matter what happens. Banner, right? and, that's what, and that's what I said in that article on Brightside. I'm like, listen, we can win that game. It doesn't matter because they'll be like, well, you didn't beat us in the playoffs. You know, so it's just it's, it's a lose-lose in that situation. I've been saying yeah. since, like, I was like, I'm not going to forgive the Phoenix Suns for their embarrassing collapse until either they beat the Mavericks or until they win the championship. 
That's it. Like I will continue and to be, and beat them trash. in the playoffs. Yeah, I will continue to trash that game six and seven until th- it, one of those two things happens because yeah. that was embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. What else we got going on, fellas? Let's see if I let's see if I can see if I can do this. Do <laughs> 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 fancy football? Tell me if you can hear it. Oh, I heard my uh, I heard my sigh. You can't see it though, can you? I can I see it, but it. I can't hear I it. I can see it, but I can't hear it. I, I can't hear it. Belly. Look at that belly. Look at that. Look <laughs> at that thing, it. dude. I'll stop sharing that. <laughs> I'll, I'll put that on the next pod. I'll figure out a way to put that. Right. That is a fantasy football Who's hype doing? video that, that Matthew and I made in on August 21st, 2016. John so forced me. <laughs> John <laughs> forced you to me. I'm like, I got an idea. He's all going to make you a star and a casting couch and everything. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> it almost has 3,000 views. So, um, so he's like, what's up? <laughs> what the hell's going on? So, I got a funny story to share before we get out of here today. Right, here. Uh, you know what I did for the first time ever today? <laughs> did you swim? No. I'm from Arizona. <laughs> I, was... no. I went to the chiropractor. Oh. Oh. Got... Yeah. Because so I, my sciatic nerve is annoying matthew did i see you yeah i saw you this week you Mm -hmm. saw me limping around my left ass cheek feels like there's a knife in it every time i stand down sit down or stand up i go (laughs) i had i had to wake up my wife yesterday morning be like hey can you put on my sock on my left foot because i couldn't bend over (laughs) and do it it's been horrible um yeah so i went to the doctor today and i got some you know like uh steroids if you will um i can't hit home runs but at least i can hopefully it'll take away some of the pain in my ass Mm -hmm. Uh, then I went to the chiropractor and I finally, I had an adjustment for the first time. And uh, yeah, that was, you feel that good? was a thing. Yeah. Then it feel bad. Who, you know? who did you go to? Uh, Any- McD- McDowell Mountain Chiropractor. Oh, okay. So no um, one, like one of the lists he's recommended. No. Like, we always have these doctors, no. these magicians that work on us, right? <laughs> yeah. That we <laughs> recommend. Which doctor? No, but it <laughs> was interesting because again, this is in North Scottsdale. I work up in North Scottsdale. So I went to one that wasn't very far uh, from where I work and, uh, you know, the okay. doctor that I go to isn't very far. So he recommended it. And it was interesting because people are coming out from having their, you know, their adjustments. They're like, all right, I'll be, uh, can I sign up for Friday too? I'm like, what do these people just come in yeah. here three times a week and get cracked? Like what the hell, man? That's no way to live. Is it? Maybe I'm wrong. I'm the one. With the no, once, once you butt. start, it's, yeah, it sucks to go back. Um, cause you have to go back constantly. You do. Um, like, cause I'm going back on Friday just as you know, he's going to give me some stretches to do and, He's gonna see how I'm doing on Friday, and that that's kind of good to be it, you know. I've, but that's yeah. have you have you have, Suns Geek? Have you ever been to the chiropractor? I haven't, but do you guys remember the very first time I was on your oh, show? Oh yeah, and I had your shoulder. shoulder. You are kind of yeah. right. Like physical therapy and all that's good, but after a while, you're like, I can do the stuff at home. Sometimes they'll even give you stuff. Like I have yeah. a full paper on like shoulder stretches and all that. But yeah, uh, thankfully not yet. I've never been there, and I don't want to ever go. So I hope you yeah, get better, it, man. It was it was interesting because again, like I've seen the chiropractic videos, you know, like on yeah. YouTube and whatnot, and I was like, eh, this is an interesting process. Let me just in, like crack my neck. I was like, oh, cool, that didn't hurt. Yeah. Sounded kind of cool, and you know, it didn't help my butt. You know, and shout out to Eric in the chat. He says, sorry about your cheeks, man. Like, yeah, that's kind of, yeah. you know, it's just kind of sucks. Don't right want to lose those cheeks. Man. I don't want to lose <laughs> these cheeks. I have a stupid man butt, as as my wife says. <laughs> Uh, all men, all, 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 all yeah. men have stupid butts. That's what she right. says. So they all have stupid butts. Yeah. Um, but one thing that does help is uh, if you do find out your food allergy, like what you're allergic to when you eat, 
mm-hmm. that helps your joints out tremendously. Like, now that's I like a pain. Lissy Wick do- witch doctor. Thing, it though, is right. You and your sister go to a that. constant thing. Yeah, but I was my uh, who went there first? Someone I knew went there first. I think it. Was, I don't forget who it was, but I went there and you find out what you're allergic. Like I'm allergic to corn. Mm-hmm. And it now sucks. that I don't eat corn, I know corn is an ev- like the things you don't think. It's corn like oh, it's flour. Whiskey. It's like corn. There's corn flour, and mm. you know you can't yeah. get a del taco. You can't get you a can't taco a flour pizza. tortilla. Do you, no, you can't. So when you take that away, it's insane how much it helps with your joints. Uh, the inflammation of around the it. Inflammation, and, yeah. Yeah, my left knee was terrible. I stopped doing it. Now it's fine, and like mentally dude it helps you like the suicidal thoughts everything you have in your brain suicidal God. thoughts yeah, i'm not even well, joking not dark, you really feel bad. you feel like you want to live those oh, thoughts of like why well, am i, I already here? what am i doing i already feel like i want to live so i don't have that <laughs> issue then you but would be I... superman you would be superman well, give me your text me your witch doctor person maybe i'll go have them tell 300 me 300 bucks <laughs> is that what they charge you it's for the first time and oh it's fuck well, that i'll it's i'll eat well corn then no, it's not. 300 bucks. I can get runners for my truck for 300 bucks. Dude, I'm telling you, That's man. a gift that keeps on giving, Clark. Get Suns tickets for $300. Yeah, one ticket. It, cure, it cures depression. It cures everything. You feel so much better. You feel so much younger. I want to see I want to see John take away his food allergy. Just how amazing. Like, his energy is always great. But, like, it just a little bit more into that. Like, how? You'd I'm gonna be, I'm gonna become coming a chronic, through the screen at people, man. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be a chron. I'm gonna be the guy who's like, dude, I went to the chiropractor again today, man, and I got this like lower back adjustment, and oh my god, it yeah. opened up my hip. A lot finally. of that is diet, though, too. A lot of the stuff you pull and all Everything that shit is, is just diet. from diet. Yeah, shitty diet. But yeah, anyway, Story so next week I'll be like, life. yeah, never mind. I feel terrible. <laughs> I had some corn. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly so. well i think on that note we're gonna get ready to get out of here we're talking yeah. about this stuff so uh Sorry, again sons geek thank you so much for joining us uh you know the schedule of course it is man. what it is yep. <laughs> you know so uh let everybody know again where they can find and follow you and your amazing content please well, well thank you guys once again for letting me join i was just really excited for the schedule because we had stuff going on and you know, I love your guys' content. Keep up the great work, even throughout these next two months. We're, we're super close to the season. Just hang in there, guys. Keep pumping out these great live streams you guys have been doing. And like I said, just search Suns Geek on social media. You'll find me. Check out my YouTube channel. I've been doing my best to pump out as much content as I possibly can. And I don't want to overhype things, but I'm trying. I'm going to try to do more live streams this season. I feel like that's kind of my Achilles heel with my channel. I want to do more live streams. And make them, just look. make them pregame shows. Exactly. Because <laughs> yeah, we that got way, just, game. That way, we can do you guys after the post. We can do ours simultaneously. We can exactly. just have it back or yep. next to each other, just talking, but we don't hear each other until like it just sounds like chaos. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Sorry, but again, guys, like thank you for having me. It was it was great. I think the show went great. So thank you guys again. Nah, appreciate it. And again, uh, follow him at Suns Geek. Uh, you can follow me at Darth Voida. You can follow Matthew. I'm Matthew Lucy. Of course, you can follow the show at Suns Jam. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. If you're watching on YouTube, please hit the thumbs up button. If you're not watching on YouTube, go to YouTube, hit the thumbs up button. And listen, if you got to talk more schedule and you want to hear more things uh, uh, relative to the schedule, I know that He's on Fire podcast is getting ready to go live here shortly. So head on over uh, to their page, yes. Coach Evan B's page, and watch their uh, content on the schedule too i'm sure they'll actually have stuff that's actually relevant not just me talking about having my lower back cracked i'm a butt hurt so uh, <laughs> on that note ladies and gentlemen everyone have a great evening we'll see you on sunday night right here on the sun's jam session podcast go home and uh, corn your family
Well, I, I think I will. 